0: Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you find the constant change exhausting? Well, stick with me in this episode because I'm gonna help you to learn to be more flexible and adaptable and bounce back in the face of adversity. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today, I wanna continue our conversation around self-management by looking at the competency of resilience. You can navigate change and bounce back from adversity and significant stressful events by becoming more resilient. The problems with most people is that they carry a negative self-image and they're averse to change because they believe when they change, things will be uncomfortable and therefore they won't be able to do it. They will have another opportunity for something to fail. That can lead to unhealthy stress responses and in the end can lead to burnout. But when you develop resilience, when you build up your personal power, when you become more flexible, more adaptable, you can be more balanced, have more energy and bounce back from whatever is going on in your life. To do this, it's all about developing resilience strategies. And just like we talked about last week with stress, we already have strategies that we run. So if our strategies to handle change and adversity are not currently serving us, what we need to do is identify those and then shift to something that's going to give you more power. To do that, it starts with having clarity around your purpose. What is it that you are doing and why? And being able to keep your eye on the prize, being able to have that forward-focused vision on where you are going and not be stuck in the circumstances. It's also about having emotional control, and that's why we've been continuing to add layers to this as we develop our emotional intelligence. It's about coming from a place of self-approval instead of being trapped by performing to get the approval of others. It's about developing the skills of personal agility and having a great support network behind you. So what I want to do is take you through some key strategies that will help you to be more resilient. So resilience is bouncing back in the face of setbacks. So it's not about shutting them out of your mind and realizing or thinking that there's not going to be any setbacks. It's not about that toxic, positive thinking that everything's going to be okay because stuff happens in life. And in the speed of change in the world that we live in today, it happens more often. One of the things I love to do is to help people around that word change and see what effect that's having on them. Some people just need to hear the word change and it sends them into a bit of a spin. So even shifting the language and the dialogue around what you believe change is and therefore what it means will help you to be able to handle situations in a more measured way. The first strategy that I love to use is one that I call a perspective check, where we can have a look at a situation in our logical brain and bring things back to their true perspective. So we look at something that's happened or something that is about to happen, a change in our life. And what we do a lot of times is we go to the end of that in terms of the worst case scenario, and that's where our mind ruminates and our thinking patterns based on our conditioning and what we feel about ourselves and our ability to handle these sort of situations will determine our state. Then we make decisions out of that state which are not going to serve us, and they either prompt us to do things that are going to keep us from the change. So we are adverse to it. Or we go into the change without having key understandings of what next steps to take. So by putting things back into their right perspective, we have a clear path ahead of us and a brain that's ready to make good decisions. So the first thing we do is ask ourselves that first question of what is the worst thing that could happen and getting clear on that worst thing. I love how Richard Branson, when he was asked what was the biggest risk he's ever taken in his life, he says, I've never taken a risk. Now, when you look at a lot of the things that he's done, you're thinking, are you sure you understood the question? But what he said was, to explain that, is that If the worst case scenario was that I was to die and I'm okay with death, then I haven't taken a risk at all. So by having a look at the worst case scenario, it does two things. It allows us to get clear on our ability to be able to handle that worst case scenario. But the second thing it does is allows us to then ask this second question. And that is, what is the best thing that could happen? By focusing on what the best thing is, now we've got a gap between the worst thing and the best thing. So we've identified with some clarity what's actually going on, rather than just our brain going mad with all these thoughts and things that are going on in our internal dialogue based on our conditioning and beliefs. Now what we can do is go from being out there in our thinking to what I love and that is focus. So then we can ask ourselves the question in terms of both the worst case and best case scenario is, what is one thing that I could do right now that would eliminate or lessen the chance of that worst case happening? And what is one thing that I could do right now to move towards that best case scenario happening. By doing this, what we've now done is narrowed our focus. And we've also empowered ourselves with some key next steps no matter what was actually going to happen. Now that we're in that state and our brain allows us to make logical decisions, we then ask this question, what's most likely to happen? Now that we've corralled that inner dialogue and we've got a voice that's working with us that's empowering rather than holding us back, we can come up with and even consider that there would be a middle of the road in what might happen. And then what we can do is choose some strategies, some steps to be able to handle that situation moving forward. So the first key strategy is to do a Perspective check. The second strategy is to learn to manage your self-talk. That small inner voice that's not so quiet most of the time that we have developed called our mini-me and we worked on that back in Personal Power. So if you haven't yet learned how to reprogram your mini-me, go back and I can certainly take you through that. But that voice that is designed by you to keep you safe from doing things outside your comfort zone, that voice that comes up to remind you of all your failures, all your fears, and to put you back in your place when you decide to step up and step out and do things that are a little bit different. So by learning the skills of managing that self-talk, that inner dialogue, being able to correct it, to be able to bring it into perspective, to be able to use empowering language rather than disempowering language is vital in our ability to be able to handle change. And therefore, that new self-talk is built up inside of us and it makes us more resilient. So what is it that you tell yourself all the time that's not helping you, that's holding you back? What are the thoughts that come up that you entertain rather than push back and replace with more empowering thoughts? The third strategy in building up our resilience is rest and renewal. There's nothing better than empowering your body and your mind to be able to handle setbacks. As we said, it's not about setbacks never happening. They are there. It's inevitable. However, the more our body and our mind is ready to be able to handle those, the less the negative effect. So looking at your current habits, looking at your sleep hygiene, looking at you being able to relax and take rests. Have a look at that. Where are you right now? What's one thing that you could do today to feel more rested, to build up your reserves so that you had the energy to be able to handle things when they pop up. And the fourth strategy is asking for help. We talked about this last week when we were looking at stress management. Asking for help is a strength, not a weakness. And it's a powerful strategy to build up resilience, just like every other competency in social and emotional intelligence. Resilience is built up day by day. It's not something that you have or you don't have. So the goal for me is to become a little more resilient each and every day by changing simple things in my life. And by asking for help, I can have people in my life who will let me know when I'm out of whack, when I'm out of balance, when I'm burning the candle at both ends. By asking people to help me in the things that I'm doing, I can keep that energy reserve. So to ask for help, we need to firstly recognise the fact that we are worthy of getting help and we need to overcome that performance trap, that fear of what people might think if we were to ask for help. So once again, resilience is all about key strategies that are employed in conjunction with all the competencies we've dealt with so far. So that's why I take you on a journey where we go through self-awareness and we build up that emotional self-awareness. We become accurate in assessing where we are in the competencies and we develop a strong level of personal power and escape that approval addiction. That means when we get into self-management, we can and will actually employ the strategies that I've been taking you through. So resilience is not about hardening up. It's about learning practical skills to be able to meet challenges as they arise and then to navigate through those challenges, coming out the other side even stronger and ready for the challenges ahead. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we continue on this journey of self-management by learning the skills of personal agility. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.